Welcome back, everyone. Um, Happy New Year. 2023 is here. I don't know. I think part of me is still stuck in 2020. So we are where we are. Um, I've spent the past couple of weeks away from recording, really away from this work, like actively doing it. Um, So I could give myself some space to see where I wanted to take um, both the podcast and, and, and the work that I do, uh, so that it's more, um, it's more aligned with who I am and it's more likely to actually be helpful on a larger scale beyond just, um, like, maternal narcissistic abuse, even though that is still going to be a big part of what I do, I will be connecting back to that a lot. Um, But as I kept um, scrolling through social media um, over the holidays, and just my own personal experiences over the last few weeks, and then um, watching events from around the world and other and listening to other people's experiences. The one thing I kept coming back to is that there are certain threads that are not being connected because we live in a world where it's very much if you are have a problem, if you are going through something, you need to figure out how to solve it. There isn't this sense of community that we all need in order to get through some of this hard stuff. Um, Some of us are not in any kind of stable relationships of any form within our lives that provide the kind of safety and security that we need in order to um, fall apart. We don't a lot of some of us just are not privileged enough to have access to that kind of space. And what I finally kind of came around to was that the the big thing that I have been really trying to avoid on the podcast, especially in the previous episodes, the reason I kept kind of streamlined toward educational content for a while was a I think it was necessary b was also that that was a very safe space for me to start I had had a lot of trouble getting started with this project I've been thinking about doing this for a long long time and that was a very safe space for me to like get my feet wet get into it and now that I have I am giving myself the permission to talk about the things that matter. And, and also this is not to negate what I said before, it doesn't matter, it does. But those are, the self-care stuff is actually, while it's very helpful for a lot of people who don't know that kind of thing, and especially if you're coming from uh, dysfunctional relationships with mothers and caretakers, that that kind of information is helpful to learn how to take care of yourself and what that's supposed to look like. But really, it's kind of empty without the context of why is it even necessary? Why are there people like me and others like me who do this kind of work that we're talking about this? Why do we as adults have to even be taught how to take care of ourselves 
why are we put in situations where our parents are not capable of being the parents that we deserve? And what that kind of came around to, and maybe this was like me what me scrolling through social media way too much over the holidays, um, is that I kept coming come uh, I kept coming across the this dichotomy of people trying to help you deal with narcissistic parents while you're visiting them for the holidays and then on the flip side other self-help mental health professionals in some cases saying that well don't label everyone as a narcissist because it's not that common and on one sense you're being validated okay I have what I think is a narcissistic parent the best that I can describe from my experience, okay? And then these people are trying to help me. On the flip side, if I keep scrolling, I'm finding um, that I'm being invalidated for even thinking that my parent might be a narcissist because quote unquote, it's not that common. And this is not the first time I've noticed this dichotomy. It's not, it won't be the last time. And I think what gets lost in that conversation, um, along with the massive amounts of like trauma is a word that's getting tossed around a lot. And I think rightfully so. Actually, I am not here to criticize um, people who choose to use trauma as a way to describe how they cope. Um, But what I'm noticing is that there isn't a connection being made. And that very important connection is that, well, there's a couple. One is that we are all traumatized. And B, yes, almost all of our trauma comes from narcissistic abuse. And the reason for that is, is that while a lot of us have experienced narcissistic abuse on a personal level, whether with a parent or a partner or a boss or a friend, however, whatever relationship that may have come in that affected you in that way, the bigger picture is that the society we live in is a, is the epitome of narcissistic abuse. The white capitalist patriarchy is the shining star of narcissistic abuse. If a malignant narcissist could come up with a system where they could thrive and have constant um, supply of victims, it would be the system that we live in now. That is why it seems like everyone's a narcissist. That's why it seems like everyone's um, realizing that they've experienced narcissistic abuse and they're traumatized from it. It's why it seems like everybody is talking about um, all these trauma responses that we have that are in response to this narcissistic abuse that we experience on a collective level because the system we all live in is inherently abusive and its specific form of abuse is narcissistic abuse. And one of like the primary um, qualities of narcissistic abuse is gaslighting. And the number one thing they'll tell you is, oh, no, no, you're not. That's, that's gaslighting. Of course you are. We, are. we are not allowed to just exist in order to be able to live and feed ourselves. We have to give up our labor. We are not allowed to just get shelter and food because we are a human existing on the planet. Every other species gets to. 
for the most part, unless we kill them off or kill off their food supply. But again, that's a human thing. And I have gotten increasingly frustrated because when I started doing my social justice work, this was around maybe five years ago, um, I was already knee deep in my own, I was coming out of my narcissistic phase in my own healing. So I was starting to realize that while my my parents had a large part to do with why I was experiencing certain things in my life, what I, when I actually took a wider lens at everything, they're only perpetuating the behavior that they had seen as acceptable. So they, they themselves, that's another way to say that is that they themselves were traumatized and didn't have the tools or the wherewithal, the capacity to do any of this kind of work on their own. So they just did what they've always known. And that's how trauma perpetuates, especially with narcissistic abuse. That just, that's just how it goes. And it just so happens I'm living in a time where there are a lot of people like me who are like, wait a second, what the hell is going on here? Like, we're just doing this generation after generation, person after person, every person I'm coming in contact with, um, every three out of four has experienced something like this, maybe not to the degree that I did, but definitely on the spectrum. And maybe it's the way that my brain works. Maybe it's because... um, I don't think that any one person is completely responsible for every bad thing that happens to themselves. I just don't think that's possible. There are too many factors at play for for me to say that every bad thing that has ever happened to me is a result of me doing something or thinking something or not thinking something or like, like that's it just doesn't seem possible. Um, there are too many variables when you are living a life on this planet for that to be true. And so as I started to kind of learn about social justice stuff, see the systems in place, understand that, yes, my parents were abusive, but they they had gone through their own shit, and then their parents before them had gone through their crap, and then their parents before them. I can actually trace this back to at least five generations back. Um, That's only because... um, there's no one during my lifetime who was alive to give me any more information than that. So um, that's not, it's not saying that there I can't I couldn't find more if I tried. I just um, from what I had gathered, I can at least trace back narcissistic abuse at least back five five generations on both sides of my family. And I I think that what gets lost today, and especially given the the construct of the licensed professional versus the the coach, the quote-unquote coach who's not doing it with a license. It's just kind of out saying stuff. Yes, there are bad apples in every batch. And again, they are also a product of the system we live in. If there are people who are getting away with saying things that are incorrect or misinformation or disinformation um, because it somehow benefits them, that's a symptom of narcissism. Of course they're going to do that. That's the system they live in. It's very easy to masquerade as someone who's trying to help people, but really what you're doing is exploiting them. And yeah, does that negate people like me who are doing this 
Like I'm technically unlicensed, but I am educated in the system. I chose not to be licensed and that's a story for another day. I will go into that at one point, but someone's licensure does not make my experience and my expertise any less valid because I don't have a license. But I get negated because I have the title of coach and someone someone else may have the license of, um, might have the title of a licensed social worker or licensed therapist. They can go on and say that. I'm like, oh, I'm a licensed therapist, but are you are you fighting against the white capitalist patriarchy the way that I am? Are you looking to divest yourself from all of those constructs? Because you saying that you're licensed means that you've already benefited from them. Like I come from, I come from a background where quote unquote healers were healers because it was a medicine that was taught and brought down through generations. It's an indigenous medicine. You can ask any Native American about this. Um, Ayurveda is a very old form of medicine. Chinese medicine is like that too. The licensures didn't come about until the white man decided that they wanted to gatekeep the information. This is like the the healing that. I have learned and people who learn from their own indigenous communities is freely given and shared to those who have a skill for it, who show an aptitude for it, who show a desire for it. There was no gatekeeping for it. You could go to any community, um, any indigenous community and find an elder who was willing to teach you all this stuff. The licensing and the the gatekeeping of this information didn't show up until the white man was like, wait a second, we just can't have all of you guys willy-nilly knowing how to fix yourselves. We got to make sure that you got to go through all this stuff. You got to give us all this money before we tell you how you're allowed to treat someone. So when I see a lot of these people online who are, who are having realizations, even in my own life, like in person-to-person contact, who are just starting to understand the extent and the depth and the breadth of their trauma. And they feel like, and they're also grappling with trying to understand that, trying to trying to reconcile all of their own personal experience and their personal grief and wounds with the fact that their parents weren't exactly responsible for all of it. And their parents had a lot of their own unresolved shit. So where in all of this, like, where does the actual, like, the brunt of the blame actually fall? And there is blame, by the way. Saying that you shouldn't blame a person is one thing, but the system itself is to blame. And the system is created and perpetuated by us. So there is blame. And the blame falls on the system, the white capitalist patriarchal system. And the system requires us to be disconnected from our bodies, disconnected from our sense of self, disconnected from each other in order to survive. If we can tell you that, wait, a community, you don't need everybody else. Everyone else is out to get you. You're the only one who can make sure that you get what is yours. And whatever that means is really decided by the system. The system decides what getting yours means. Whether or not you're interested in the money or the power, it's telling you that's that's what yours is. And there's somebody else who's next to you in down your street, on your block, in your state, in your country, whatever, who is taking that from you. 
not understanding that a that that's that scarcity um mindset is really made up it's not true um b it keeps you fighting with the other person so that nothing ever actually gets fixed because there is no benefit to the system the system cannot stay in place if there are no problems even if the problems are made up there has to be an issue there has to be a problem there has to be something for some to to blame onto somebody else because wait the system's not the problem everybody else is the problem which is inherently untrue so i i honestly believe that it is very helpful on a personal level to recognize that you've experienced narcissistic abuse to work on healing that personal abuse that you've experienced. It's very, very helpful. But the real coup de grace is when you understand that that personal experience you have is not quote unquote anecdotal. It's a term I freaking hate. Um, because anecdotes is what makes up a trend. Anecdotes is what makes up a larger pattern. And dismissing anecdotes as anecdotes is a real easy way to gaslight into somebody and telling somebody, yeah, but that's what you went through. Everybody else doesn't go through that. When you know better, you can see, feel, and experience, and you know better. But taking your own personal experience and widening the lens and seeing that you live in a world where you, if you are not very careful, you will get re-traumatized again and you're not going to know why you went through it again when you did all this work and you're not going to know how to fix it because there isn't a singular thing you can point to unless you realize that singular thing is the system. And unfortunately, with a system that's been in place as long as white capitalist patriarchy is, and I mean, at the very least, it's been like, we're talking about close to a thousand years now. I would even go further than that and say about almost two to 3,000. But in a system that's been in place as long as this one has, dismantling it is not easy and it cannot be done by a relatively speaking handful of voices. We are almost close to 8 billion people on this planet and we cannot change the system until at least half of us rise up and are like, no, we're done with this. And I am, in my personal group of people, I'm really known as the as the anarchist for lack of a better term, but I don't like, anarch is not a real thing. Like people think it is, and it, and it, and when you are looking for systems in place, I honestly believe that generally humans, if you take out any of the, if you, when you take away the factors that make that pit people against each other, people are generally kind, generous, and helpful. We are a community um, mammal. We need each other to survive. So I don't believe that if you take out, you know. When you separate us from the from the issues that we the reasons why we move like why we fight against each other, generally I don't think that people need a ton of rules and regulations and laws and 
all these other things in order to tell them how to live their lives. I don't think that's necessary. And I don't believe that's anarchy either. I just think that's nature. Nature has, nature knows, every other species on the planet knows exactly what to do and how to do it. We don't have to interfere. And it's shocking to me that we as humans think that somehow we, we need rules and regulations when we don't. We really honestly don't. We've been given those because that's how we are controlled as a society. The system cannot stay in place without that. And so I'm, I'm on a mission now, I guess, and I'm doing it publicly. And, I, and this is hard for me because I have hidden this part of myself from mostly everybody. Um, there's just maybe like literally a handful of people in my life who know this about me. But I'm on a mission now to dismantle the system. I'm over it. I'm tired of seeing people be diminished and dehumanized because they don't fit the construct. I'm, I'm tired of um, a, a tool that humans created being used to control every aspect of our existence. That tool is money. Um, we, we live in a world where we've seen the amazing things that technology can do. And we've seen that when it's in the hands of the wrong humans, that same technology will destroy us. So it's all about, at the end of the day, it's not about the things that we have created. I mean, we're practically, we are embodiments of God on this planet. And I don't understand how people don't understand, don't see that um, from a way that isn't about exploiting somebody else or exerting power over someone else. It's just about we get to create things out of nothing. It is a privilege to be a human. You could have been a cockroach, but you turned out to be a human and you're wasting your time, energy, and existence on trying to prove you're better than another human. Like that thing, that, that whole concept doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't. So my mission is now to keep, I'm a, I am one person in a very large space and I don't know what's going to come of this. I'm going to be absolutely honest about that. I don't, but I think it's a disservice at the very least to keep this information to myself, to keep my perspective to myself um, because maybe like I think maybe just more people need to hear it. And that's what I'm going to try to do because I am so tired of living in this world that literally almost at this point pays me to, like I have to pay in order to breathe. And I am tired. I am a human that has so many other things that I want to do with my existence and I won't have the time because I am still paying the debt of my existence to this white capitalist patriarchy and I'm tired of it. And so instead of being angry about it, which I've done over the past five years, instead of being despondent about it, instead of being depressed about it, um, I finally am getting to the space where I am ready to do something about it. And this is the way that I'm starting. This may or may not be the space for you. And I totally understand that. I understand that this is not something a lot of people are willing to listen to at this point. 
But I hope that as you get further in your healing journey, you will understand the importance of like of seeing the fact that your personal experience with narcissistic abuse is really just one of the ripples that the system is is allowing. The reason there is so much narcissistic abuse is because the system is inherently abusive. That is the flavor of abuse it allows, that it embodies, that it is. And I am tired of all of us humans being abused all the time. We should be allowed to just exist. It's a privilege to be a human on this planet. But this system sucks. And I am more than willing to burn it down. Because I think that we are so far beyond this system now that if we come up, we can come up with anything that allows for, that, that is to the benefit of all and to the harm of none. That is absolutely possible. A um, couple more points that I did want to make um, just because um, I want, I really do want to hammer home the point of that in order for us to actually like stand up and be sovereign the way that we are meant to be. Like I, I listen to a lot of like manifestation stuff, mostly because I, a lot like now I just, I like to, I like to hear it from the context of that I'm, that I'm coming from. So while I think there is a lot of blind spots in manifestation talk around racism and a white capitalist patriarchy and all of that, um, misogyny, there's a lot of inbred misogyny on it too. Um, I think that what's really important to understand is that the system wants us to feel helpless. And while manifestation and the way that it's talked about now is still has a lot of work to do around being inclusive and nuanced, um, like saying that, you know, you've, because you thought you like, you've manifested everything, including the bad crap. Like, let's go, let's all be serious right now. Racism existed before I was born as a brown, as a, as a brown woman. Misogyny existed before I was born as a woman and identified as a woman. So don't tell me that any of the misogyny that I've experienced in my life or any of the racism I've, I've experienced in my life is because I thought about it and I manifested it. It existed before I was here. So I think like in concepts like that, there is still a lot of work that needs to be done. But what is really, um, but what that kind of, um, that realm kind of talks about that is helpful, I think, is kind of, is giving us back some semblance of power and sovereignty, just um, feeling like we have some control over our circumstances. And like, in order for white capital, for the white capitalist patriarchy to survive, it needs us beaten down and helpless. It needs us being victims because if we, if we, if we aren't, then all of a sudden we can exert power over it too. And that is also a, like kind of like one point I want to make sure I get across is that the system is inherently weak because it requires too many people to participate with it for it to survive, which means that if we'd stopped participating in it, it wouldn't survive. You can divest from the system to a large degree where 
it, it starts to collapse. And the, I think the biggest part, the biggest way we saw that was with COVID. When the world shut down, it shut down. And yeah, we all went online. And a lot of this stuff still exists online. But for the most part, like the actual functionings in our day-to-day lives, we saw like when something was big enough, scary enough, deadly enough, we, we stopped. So why do we have to wait until our lives are on the line? Which, by the way, they are anyway. In our day-to-day lives, we are, if you are a person of color, even if you're not a person of color, and this is something I kind of, I guess I, I should insert here, white people are just as traumatized by the system as people of color are. Men are just as traumatized by the system as women are. So don't come at me and be like, oh, this doesn't apply to everybody. It applies to everyone. The system leaves no one. We are all traumatized by this system. It leaves nobody. Nobody comes out unscathed from this. Um, one of, uh, actually, you know what? I think I'm going to stop there because I have a lot more to say about this, but this one's kind of gone on long enough and I'm going to make a second part to it. But next time, if you see, if you, if you are one of the people that feel like some, someone in your life or someone online is talking too much about their trauma or talking too much about their narcissistic abuse, before you feel the need to comment or say something or stop them or invalidate them, any of those things, or, or before you feel the need to respond or react, please take a minute, take a breath and understand that and maybe see, maybe, maybe you will have the insight to be able to see that there's a more systemic problem that that person, that account, what, whoever it may be, that they are experiencing something that is so much bigger than the personal experience they're trying to reconcile with. So with that, I'm going to leave this episode here. Happy New Year, everyone. This is what I'm going into now. Um, um, Like I said, I understand if this is not your cup of tea, I hope that at some point in your journey, you will come around and see that this is a part of everyone's journey. Your healing journey is very important in your life and to the lives of the people who come in contact with you. But on a larger scale, you're recognizing that your personal experience is a part of a larger experience that we are all a part of, um, is more important because if we can solve this problem on a global scale then we all come out of it having just having a better existence life does not need to be as hard as we have come to believe it just doesn't need to be i refuse to believe that so with that i will leave you guys um thanks so much for joining me today and i will see i will talk to you all next week Bye-bye.